Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. This is Pam, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, The Joy of Junk Journals. And coming at you here from the, the living room couch and sunny by my side. And Holly, I'm sure, ready to chime in at any time, the African Grey. And um, so um, today's topic is going to be, but mine doesn't end up looking like theirs. And maybe we've all experienced this at some point where we're watching somebody craft or we're watching somebody create an artist uh, demonstrating a technique or a, a product or doing a review or we're going through and watching a bunch of different YouTubers and, and seeing how they make different junk journals and uh, different ways to do things. And no matter how hard you try, no matter how you know exact you try to be measurements and with the colors and everything it just never comes out looking exactly the same uh, maybe in there is an inherent benefit um, and thank goodness because um, that's a blessing that your own personality will fi- fight its way through to come through no matter what even if you do try and uh, do uh, attempt a technique exactly like someone else um, you know obviously it depends what we're, we're talking about here as far as a technique but um, um, you know it's it's amazing to me when I look at the Facebook group and I just see the myriad, uh, the wealth of ideas that come from people. And um, you can see maybe where they were inspired by a thought or a premise or a concept or a technique and they just ran with it and created something new and wonderful and fabulous and different and unique and maybe something that was a thousand times more um challenging and difficult but they did it because they were just you know they wanted to do it and it was fun and um uh yeah I think uh, you know I can certainly say I've lived in the experience of uh you know my my journals will never come out um looking like anybody else's because it's just that's I'm 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 the cook in the kitchen making the soup so it's always going to come out like Pam's soup and um maybe yours is going to come out like your soup too um and I think that this junk journal community, this paper loving community, we we lean we lean on each other. We are intrigued by each other. We are amazed by each other and inspired by each other. And um, I think that's a good thing. I think it's good to learn from as many different people as you can because you always pick up a little tip from something, you know, just a little something you never thought of. It might not even be the main concept of a, of a video or a blog or, you know, an Instagram post, but you'll see like something out of the corner of your eye that will say, hey, hey I never thought about doing that that way. Or, you know, something... Sometimes when some of us are doing things all the time, we tend to think things are obvious, Um, you know, what to do with your glue bottle so you don't have to battle with it taking forever to to come out to the end or dealing with the volcano of the Fabrifix and things like that. We we just sort of work around and sometimes we forget to mention how we um, do those things or deal with those issues. But... But you may find... Where are you going? Oh, no, it's Papa coming home. Hi, I'm doing a podcast. Yes, 
Perfect timing. <laughs> it's okay. We're welcome. <laughs> um, so yeah, you just never know where you're going to be inspired to do something. And it may, you may catch it out of the corner of your eye when you're watching a different uh, YouTuber doing a junk journal um, project. And, and you'll say to yourself, oh, oh, how did they do that? I saw them do something that, what was that thing that they had in the corner of their screen? What was that little object? What was that tool? How did they fold that paper again? It looked so easy when they did it. Oh, if I could just capture that. And uh, it's, it's, it's a wonderful resource for all of us, um, an eternal database. And um, uh, it's like having a bird's eye view, which is awesome. Um, you know, you're watching the video and it takes you right there, right? As if your eyes were the eyes of the person making it because um, of the wonderful fabulousness of having the camera overhead, which really helps, um, which makes it sometimes a little tricky for the person who's actually doing the video, honestly, because there is a camera in front of your face and you sort of have to crank your neck around it to see what on earth you're making. Have our ways and our we, we, we work with our necks and our eyeballs to make this happen <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm sure a lot of other journal makers can relate if they're if they're videoing their stuff and uh, so yeah and it's fun to share why not my gosh it's only paper let's let's not take this all so seriously right it's fun it's uh, meant for enjoyment and relaxation and maybe gift giving and or honoring a grandparent or celebrating a graduation. And there's so many different ways that we can use the treasures that we make. So um, I love seeing so many new channels start and what love watching old channels grow. And, um, you know, it's just a blossoming, blossoming paper loving community. And I think that's a good space to be in, a good place to hang, a good uh, group of people to be with. And it's wonderful to see new people come aboard and um, open their eyes and their hearts to this uh, this craft. And this is, um, it's <laughs> I get so many comments and, and messages about how excited people are about it. And um, they just sort of fell into it. They found this one little video, not necessarily even mine, but they found a video on or, or an Instagram post. And next thing you know, a whole world was opened up. And I mean, I know that's how it happened for me. And I'm, I'm thinking it may have happened for a lot of other people too. Or they came across it another way. Who knows? Maybe a friend told them about it or uh, they shared a story or um, saw one somewhere, maybe at a craft show or at a silent auction or... Um, Maybe they were, you know, hardcore scrapbook makers before and they were just looking for a new way to express their love of paper and this was a natural um, transition and uh, and it's perfectly fine to go back and forth. Um, go back to making scrapbooks and go back to making cards and then uh, dabble over in the junk journal world and, and, and uh, have a lot of fun trying a million things. Why not? Um, you know, make paper boxes, um, make cool bags to put your books in, um, make writing boards so that there's something stiff under a page, you can slide it under and write on it. I mean, the um, possibility of the types of embellishments and things that we can add to our journals is astronomically huge. There's so many. And uh, Sunny, do you have any suggestions for, the, for everybody? Always look at the floor. There's always something fascinating on the floor. It's probably paper, and it could be eaten. No, we don't want them to eat the paper, honey. We, we don't. Like, but it's but it's it. It's really good. No, no, no. We don't like to eat the paper because it's not good for our tummies. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're still working on that one. <laughs> and uh, we try to be vigilant about picking up all those papers. But sometimes in the uh, you know 
crazy antics of making something, a little piece of paper drifts to the floor, and you know who is all over it in 10 seconds, and uh, sometimes it, it goes down the trap before uh, I can get it from him, but uh, so far, we've been okay. Yes, that's right. We are kicking up our heels right now, and he's I'm playing a coochie coo with his tummy right now, and he's just having lots of fun with that. He likes that's his favorite little spot. Like, scratch my tummy, Mom. Just please, anything to scratch the tummy. I'll forego all treats. Yeah, sure, sure you will. <laughs> oh, the promises we hear, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, um, it's kind of fun to think about, you know? It's this crazy paper love and journey and but mine doesn't look like theirs I really think is a good thing it's a blessing from afar it's a blessing from near and uh thank goodness for that because then your unique creation can in turn inspire somebody else to do something um that they may not have done before and if you didn't put your actual uniqueness your unique personality your unique flair which you can't help but doing you're gonna do it even if you try not to do it I mean you can you can try to cookie cutter copy mass-produce something that somebody else made but um, I'm having a feeling that that thrill that joy um, is not going to be as as uh, intense as if you just added your little personal touch like well that was great Pam but wouldn't it really be awesome if you put a little pocket or a tuck here or you folded the paper this way or you you stenciled it that way or you inked it this way or you put a sticker on it or or you added a little extra button you know buttons would look awesome there can't you see it Pam can't you see it I know (laughs) and uh Uh, You know, sometimes I wish I could remember all the different things that we have at our fingertips to use in our journals. Uh, um, It is easy to get into journal rut, where you tend to grab the same stuff all the time, and you start to crank out the same feeling all the time, and that can be okay for a bit, but then eventually your intrigue or your passion or your pull may start to wane, and that's when I think it's really uh, vital that we reach for things we haven't played with in a long time. Shake it up. Um, you know, different objects, different tools, different colors, different, you know, feelings, different, bring in a different season. You know, thankfully we have seasons and it, it brings us a natural sense of change and we can draw from that and bring it into our artwork. And um, that's a good thing. And so if you're watching a video that somebody did last um November and you're looking at it in July you're going to look at it with summertime eyes and even though you're thinking yeah I'd like to make that little you know traveler's journal just the way that person did but maybe for some reason you're drawn to the summer colors and you're you're putting flowers and things like that as opposed to leaves and pumpkins um, you're putting fresh flowers and and um, uh, you know yellows and oranges and pinks or something you know who knows who knows where it can lead you but um, I remember that uh Um, If you're so inclined, fabric is another uh, wonderful thing to draw from and pull into your art. Uh, I consider it a fiber, just like paper, and um, so it it naturally marries into the themes of what we make. Plus, it also allows us to make spines and places where natural folds occur very easily without um, threat of paper tearing. Uh, it's wonderful use as reinforcement and strengthening for spines and folds and things like that, uh, for edging things, for edging papers, for um, uh, layering upon our covers. And um, 
odds are we probably don't all have the same fabric or the same uh, papers to begin with. So you're naturally going to create something different just based on what supplies you have. Um, maybe what, um, you know, watercolors you bought versus somebody else, or the different tones and shades and, and things like that. Or stencils. Everybody's got different stencils if you have stencils. And if you don't have stencils, make some stencils. There's lots of videos on how to make your own stencils. Oh my gosh, we're going through a puppy burst of energy mode here. And I am being jumped on and nibbled on. We are on the couch. And yeah, he's running back and forth. Go ahead. Go go to the other side of the couch. Whee! Nope. Nope, he's not being faked out. He's like, no, I want to play with your hand and I want to chew it because it, I, I think it's a chew toy. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. But he doesn't bite so hard anymore. He's, he's kind of getting through his um, teething phase and he is, um, you're 11 months old. You're 11 months old. You're not quite a year. Yeah, you're 11 months old. And uh, um, so he's still a pup. And um, yep, that's what we're doing. We're chilling out and... Uh, I do try and time my uh, crafting according to my puppy's sleep schedule. And uh, so that's a unique little change around the house. But he's worth worth every every little extra effort because uh, he just brings so many smiles. And um, um, but he is right there with me when I'm crafting. And uh, if, he's, if he's not right there, he's out there uh, um, nibbling on something or snoozing but then he's right back over there and uh he's just like glue just like a little glue and uh like glue on the bottom of my shoe <laughs> yeah right and um so um i think even adding a pet brings in a new world of thoughts and ideas when you're crafting because anything that you bring into your sphere into your realm into your home into your stratosphere it affects your art, it affects your perspective, it affects your energy, your mood, your emotion, your, your thoughts, your creativity, and um, it, can, it can change the way your art looks. And uh, you may have had this feeling before where your art sort of makes itself, like you, you go in with a grand plan and it comes out nothing like the grand plan, which is probably 99% of what I make. And, um, um, I say just go with it, just roll with it, Let's just enjoy the ride and see where it takes you. And uh, uh, so sometimes that um, interruption to your grand plan might be a puppy, or it might be your chicken dinner cooking, or it might be somebody coming in through the door, or a phone call, or a doorbell ring, or things like that. But uh, every time that it breaks you from your flow, when you come back, you come back to a different flow. And sometimes you can kind of get close to back to the original flow, but you may be going to a, a different flow this time. Right, Sunny? Oh, Mom, I've seen you in so many flows. It's not funny. <laughs> I know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, you're right, huh? Um, sometimes the hands are more cooperative than other times. The hands function better. They work more smoothly. They are more um, dexterous, and they can uh, maneuver tiny things very easily. Other times, it's all fumble fingers. 
and you just never know uh, where the body's at, whether the vision is very good that day, whether the neck doesn't have a serious case of crafter neck or crafter back or crafter bottom, you know, depending on what, what um, part of the body is yelping. Um, but, you know, you don't always have to create a Mona Lisa every day. Sometimes it can just be two pieces of paper glued together. Sometimes one piece of paper just crunched up into a ball and you're just looking at the amazing different folds and wrinkles and texture of that ball. Maybe you'll turn that ball into a flower. You know, I mean, who knows where something can lead. And uh, that would be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so many different ways that you can um, change your flow in your room and take yourself to a place that you didn't expect. And so when you're thinking about mine never looks like theirs, that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing. Um, and there's nothing wrong with completely copying somebody. If you're trying to learn how to perform a certain technique, I totally honor that and respect that. Let's say you are trying to learn how, I don't know, to work with some type of mixed media or something where you need to specifically learn a technique. For example, in the junk journal world, let's say you're working with sealing wax and, and you're learning how to melt the wax, pour the wax, press the um, uh, sealing stamp into the sealing wax and the timing of how long you should leave it on and you know how much, you know, like all those little things where you kind of have to know the basics before you can leap off into the nether worlds. That's, that's perfectly normal. That's how we all learn. We, we, um, we, uh, what do they say? Monkey see monkey do. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I know that's how I feel a lot like a monkey in my craft room. Like, Oh, or I'll catch somebody doing something out of the corner of my eye. And then I'll just go and try and create it on my own. Like, how would I do this if I were going to do this? And I try it. And I may not necessarily follow the same pattern that somebody else does, but they've given me a launching pad. And I'm so thankful and so appreciative for that because um, from there, you can go anywhere. You can absolutely go anywhere. And the next thing, you know, one begets the next begets the next. You'll start rolling with ideas and the papers will start to come together and it doesn't matter if you make a mistake so what you know um we have the grand power of covering things up or tearing a page out or morphing it into something completely different or putting a sticker on it or pasting some fabric over it or putting an envelope down or it's a great place to put a pocket or a tuck if you have a little bluebird on your page right absolutely um uh, sometimes I like to try and take something that looks like it's really not going to make it. You know what I mean? Like I've just gone too far and see if I can salvage it. And sometimes I'll have to cut whatever it was up. Maybe, you know, it was just making an embellishment or something. It just didn't come out right. Uh, the colors aren't right. The something happened. And uh, let's say I'm working with my stickles and I've smeared them all over the place and, and it's not the original plan at all. Well, maybe I can use that paper as a background paper or I can use it to cut up to make um, little clusters, uh, something like that uh, later. Uh, you know, never give up on a project. I mean, there's always so much fun. The only time I say that it's really time to give up on a project where it's more painful to keep going forward than it is to let it go, put it aside or discard it when it is actually time to put it down. Um, I don't want you to beating your head into the, the earth feeling like you cannot let go of it until you've created something wonderful with it. I mean, I would 
focus on the have a good go at it and have a good go at it until it's not fun anymore and that would be a good gauge to do and uh, or once you're at the precipice of this isn't fun anymore fun anymore but it could be throw one more thing at it just to see what happens i mean cover the whole thing in um, white paint or cover the whole thing in black paint and then throw some glitter on it. I mean, who knows? You know, just, just try something. Uh, uh, one area where this happens a lot to me is if I'm making a journal cover and I have, of course, my grand plan, which never comes to pass, but I have a, an idea and I'll start putting things down on a journal cover. And for some reason, it's not, I don't like it. I don't like the uh, the way things collaborate with each other. It's just not giving me that feeling. Well, sometimes if you take um, white paint and just paint over it and just leave the texture there of whatever it was, you can take on an entirely new magical surface. I've done this even with lace. I've uh, put a bunch of layers of lace and different things like that and some buttons and that on a cover. And for some reason, it just wasn't coalescing for me. And I just decided, okay, <clears throat> last ditch effort, where's the white paint? And I just slopped some white paint all over it and I just left it there to dry. And I said, I'm not coming back until tomorrow. I'm gonna look at you again with fresh eyes. And it just completely changed face when I covered it all in white. And uh, I had to let it dry for quite a while, but um, it was really cool. And uh, I would have never done that uh, or seen that option before. So yeah, I mean, take it until there's no more fun. And then when you're right at that precipice, one more grand attempt at something, and then you can let it rest, it's fine. Um, But um, since there are so many possibilities, um, you know, with our creativity, it's, doesn't take much to think of one more thing you could do to it and uh, okay our little our little guy has flaked now yes he's beside me on the couch eyes are closed little paws are crossed he's side sleeping and that means all is settling down at the paper outpost our uh, parrot has been relatively quiet today um hello holly bear are you all quiet and the birdies the little lovebirds are sleeping in their little bowl and they sleep in their food bowl it's so weird um, and it, the, the food bowl is at the bottom of the cage. And, um, and their cage is, I don't know, maybe six feet tall. And they sleep at the bottom in the food bowl. And then they go up during the day. They're at the top doing things. And uh, that's life at our house. So big warm hugs to all of you. I hope you're having a grand day today. And I wish you much adventure in your paper-loving uh, travels, wherever they may take you. And just have lots of fun and uh, do things that make your heart sing. And I'll be talking to you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.